0: the best in the west in association with access credit union access credit union is your trusted local financial partner access your money 24 7 from anywhere in the world with an access credit union current account and enjoy all the benefits while keeping your money local we support local communities we support you close your eyes and pull (laughs) out
1: And a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. No Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham County, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever.
2: Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarron of the Southern Star, and I'm joined as ever by Star Sport Editor Kieran McCarthy. The subject of our nation's mental health has rightly become a mainstream topic of conversation in recent years. Once thought of as taboo, you are now unlikely to listen to a radio program or pick up a newspaper without a mention of wellness, mindfulness, or cognitive behavioural therapy. Even so, the problems associated with mental health still exist and are, if anything, Heightened during this period of lockdown On today's podcast we're going to be chatting to Cork and Castlehaven footballer Brian Hurley about Cork Club Together for Pieta A new initiative which will see the Cork Senior Football Panel and Management Team Run the required distance it takes to run through each of the 24 clubs Involved in the senior setup in aid of mental health charity Pieta House Starting with team captain E. Maguire of St Finbars, the players will run a total of 432 kilometres between them over the course of the day, finishing back with the team manager Ronan McCarty in Douglas. Brian spoke to Kieran a little earlier on about his own mental health and the importance of speaking up. We're also going to give you an update on Best in the West, our search for West Cork's greatest ever sports person. But, Kieran, I think we should kick things off this week with Brian's chat. Firstly, what can you tell us about Cork Club together for Pieta? Um, see, in recent weeks, Jack, a lot of local GA clubs have held their
1: fundraisers for, for various different charities and a lot of fun, uh, fundraisers for Pieta House and the Cork footballers have clubbed together to to, to put together this um, fundraiser for Pieta House, which like you said, will be held this Saturday, May thirtieth. and um, it's obviously for a, for a very, very good cause and... Um, uh, in fairness to the Cork footballers they've all pulled together this and um, hopefully they're going to raise a lot of money for Pieta House um, I suppose the Cork footballers have the profile too Jack so this is a fundraiser that should capture the imagination of the general public and hopefully a, a lot of money will be raised for a very very good cause and just to let our listeners know that you, you can go to gofundme.com and search for Cork Club Together for Pieta and make your donation there. And as well as that, um, they're very active on the various social media channels this week on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So again, search for Cork Club Together for Pieta and, and follow the, the progress of the footballers this week. And they have having a couple of auctions there some of the footballers giving away memorabilia. I see Sean Potter and Mark Collins are giving away some of their gear. So it's a chance for... For I suppose for Cork fans to get their hands on some Cork GA memorabilia, we also going to donate into a, a a very very worthy cause, and that's why I touch base with Brian Hurley because when they launched this um, fundraiser last weekend, there was a video with Ian Poyer and Brian, and um, Brian was talking about that he lost a friend to um to to kind of mental health issues uh, a couple of years back, and. He was all the mentioned about that um, when he suffered these really serious injuries. Come back to 2016, that he had a couple of kind of dark days as well. So, um, so basically, basically, I just reached out to Brian just to have a chat because we all know Jack, as most fellas are kind of we're, we're not, so we're not very open to sharing our feelings sometimes, might kind of bottle things up. And what Brian is saying is, it's it's okay to talk, you know, kind of. When he was going through his injury problems, he'd friends that he could confide in, and friends that were there to help him. So he's just getting the message out there that it's it's okay to talk, that it's good to talk, you know. Kind of if you're if you're feeling things are getting too much, just find someone to talk to, and just share that problem, and you'll always find a solution. So I'm good to catch up with Brian, and we a good chat about their fundraiser for Pieta House, which again is this Saturday. This Saturday, May the 30th, the Cork Senior Football Panel and Management Team are coming together for Pieta House. Um, it's a great idea, it's a big fundraiser for Pieta House, and we're delighted to be joined by Cork and Casadaville footballer Brian Hurley to tell us a bit more about this fundraiser um, this Saturday. Can you fill us in, so Brian, just about this fundraiser and how it works?
3: Yeah, basically Kieran, Um I suppose there's 24 clubs being represented, the Cork football team at the minute. And... We came up with the idea that we'd run around the whole county uh, in a kind of relay, so basically we'd be starting from the bars and I think we're finishing up with Douglas um, and we'd be going, to, say, down, heading down for West Cork, you know, uh, Ross Car- Clonacilty, Ross Carberry, uh, Castle Avon to Cora to Bantry. Um, it just kind of it brings the whole clubs together as well and each member of the panel will be covering roughly around 10k I think it's four hundred and thirty two k in total and it's for you know a, a great cause so hopefully we can get um, as much support behind as we can
1: and why for Pierre house
3: Brian um basically I suppose you know a few of us um a few of us met and we kind of came up with the idea um you know nearly everyone in the panel has some some sort of has come across um mental illness or has someone that suffers with it, and uh, this year, unfortunately, due to the current situation, and um, they're down about six million euros because usually the, the darkness into light and um, run in the night <coughs> creates a serious um, crowd, and unfortunately, with the the current um, you know two k radius and whatnot, and the five five miles just to put under pressure and. We, we we spoke with them and you know they you know what they do is just incredible and you know we got a few you know feedback stories from people that you know had, you know I suppose Fiat has saved their lives and it's kind of it's something that you know we, we kind of said straight away we have to get on this and try to support the best we can.
1: What struck me in the promo videos that you you've done for for Saturday's fundraiser is you were talking in the video Brian and you mentioned that you lost a friend to mental illness and. Also, when you ruptured your hamstring kind of quite severely back in twenty sixteen, it was kind of a low point too. So, I suppose it's no secret that the fellas are slow to talk. You know, kind of we kind of I suppose we all hide our feelings. You know, well, a lot of us do. We we're kind of slow to talk and tell people how we really feel. And if if there are people suffering, they might suffer in silence. But it is okay to talk, and it is very important to talk, isn't it?
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you know. um, you know, I suppose. You know, unfortunately, I lost a, a close friend of mine, and um, you know, I suppose a lot of families do suffer from it. Unfortunately, um, and I suppose it's it's you know it's not breaking that silence that that you know that is that is the bottom line. At the end of the day, um, you know, I think people need to talk more and and just say say how they feel. Um everyone has dark days and you know bad days, but some people just let them get. Let let some get up to them more than others um you know, especially like you know it's friends, friends, it's very hard to read if someone is struggling or not, and you know it's just small clues you need to pick up and like if you if you are struggling it's it's totally okay to say it, and um, there's nothing to hide or nothing to to shy away from, and um, you know people actually have nearly more respect for you, you know if you have the courage to come up and say it so. Hopefully, this campaign and you know, P. A. House and the Cork footballers can raise more awareness to for people to talk out, and um, and for them to come forward and say that they're not okay. Like you know,
1: we've spoken obviously a couple of times, a lot in in the recent years about your own kind of injury problems. And I remember I was talking before and like you had setbacks along the way, but you weren't you weren't frightened to talk to people. You weren't frightened to open up about your feelings, kind of. In those low moments, Brian, was it important for you to have those friends and have those people you could talk to and say, look, lads, I'm feeling like this. Look, lads, I'm feeling a bit low. Was that very important in your in your journey?
3: Yeah, it was. Like, you know, look, look, at the end of the day, look, the biggest thing for me was that I love sports so much. You know, I lived for GAA. Um, I lived for GA all my all my career, really. And it's when the frightening thing for me was when... You know, I was kind of told that I might not play again. Was the hardest thing for me to take, and it it, it wasn't the norm. I was going to the unknown, and that was the hardest thing for me. Like you know, um, and Jesus, I had some dark days, dark nights. You know, but everything that you 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 play and you, like you you, you enjoy it was taken away from you, and um, it's just very hard. You know, your emotions are so different. You don't know what you're looking for, and. I had some incredible people in my corner. I can tell you, like uh, my medical team were 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 just they were either oh, were just top class, like they were top class. My family, like you know, you, you take everything for granted before something happens, yeah. Um, and my friends, like you know, like I I said this to you before. I'd fellas dropping ice bags to my door, like you know, people from the club. Um, you know, I'd I people ringing me from you know all sorts of the all over the country, like and. Before you probably kind of would have snobbed that off because you're a cock football and you think you're think you're everything like you know, but you're inside in a bubble and when when that's all taken away, you know it gives you a good kick up the backside to to be lucky the whole experience that I had of my injury it's made me definitely a better person and made me open my eyes way more like you know um so like you know in a way it was probably the worst thing that ever happened to me, but definitely one of the best things and like what I've learned from it from. Outside of a football picture and perspective it's it 's frightening like you know and really, i do think the message that we've just both t-
1: talked about there is for for fellas, especially and of course women as well, just talk you know kind of, you' have a friend somewhere you've someone you can confide in just if you're if you 're feeling low if, if things are tough, just talk you know if, if you share a problem you know kind of then you can start to help 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 solve it and I think what was very interesting too, Brian, in the press release that she had um, was a pat duffy at Pi House. He mentioned that um, one piece of research that I would like to mention from a few years ago, through the Open University and in con- conjunction with the University of Ulster, is that saving one person from suicide might actually help as many as seventy-one people, and that that actually struck struck a chord at me. And I said it's a it's a very important piece of information to get out there as well, and that's why the cart Footballers doing this fundraiser for Pieta House this Saturday is a is a fantastic idea, and it's it's for a, a brilliant cause. So. I just want to wish you the very best look, luck, Brian. Um, for anyone looking for information on this fundraiser, there's a couple of social media pages there and it's Cork Club Together for Pieta is on social media channels and go to GoFundMe, um, the, the, their GoFundMe page and please donate. Like I said, it's for a great cause. And I want to wish you the best of luck for the weekend, Brian. You're probably looking forward to getting out on the road, running your 10K down on Castlehaven.
3: <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah. No, look, it's... It's for a great cause, like and you enjoy kind of doing them things, like you know, um. Look, as you said, if we can save one life or get the message across, that's all we're out, That's what we're trying to do, and if we can raise as much as we can, that that's what it's all about, like you know. But um, the key to getting it, it's just to get the message across, and you know, for people that are uncomfortable or especially with the current situation, like you know, it's it's unknown times for everyone and jobs and whatnot and stuck inside in houses, um. Look, look, there's there's plenty of help out there, like, and you know, plenty of people willing to talk. and um, it's just to have the courage to talk, and it's okay not to be okay, like you know.
1: Just on a football note for a second before I let you go, this is the I suppose a couple of days after what should have been the monster, the monster semi final against Kerry in, in Parky Queeve. How is life at football
3: at the moment? Yeah, it's it's strange. Um... You know, I woke up the other morning, and I was kind of saying, "Jesus," like you know, I'd love to be heading down the park now, trying on the gear and just getting into champo mode. Like you know, um, especially at the weekend, being savage weather and whatnot. Like it's, um, it's, it's, it's a weird time. Like you know, it's very weird because um, it's just you, like your body is kind of waiting to go. Like you know, and it's kind of has to. You have to put it on stall and just keep taking over. Obviously, keep the body in in good shape and whatnot. But um, Something I've never come across. Like you know, every time you know May June comes, it's 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 you know it's it's business in like, and it's it's time to really pick up the pedal. Like you know what I mean. But um and you know you don't know what's coming in the next few months either. It's 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 very weird. It's it's you nearly have to zone out in a weird way. Like um kind of like when I was injured, I kind of like just zoned out and concentrated on my rehab. Where at the minute I'm just concentrating on. A few things I need to work on, and I'm just making sure my fitness is there, and making sure my hamstring is fully, you know, in in strength, and doing enough strength conditioning on it, and and just getting ready to go. But you nearly have to zone away from it, and then really pipe yourself up for when it does come. Like you know, it, it's it's weird to explain, to be honest with you.
1: Because you had that bit of a setback with the, the hamstring earlier in the year, but you were almost primed to come back, weren't you, for that for that game against? I think it was at Loudon, Parky Creeve, and that was just before everything was kind of put in hold. Like you were. O- almost close to that comeback. I-, I actually think you were going to be named in that starting team. I think for for that game against Lowood in in Parky um that Sunday. So um, is it safe to presume that the injury is fine? You've rehabbed okay, and you're you're back fighting fit again?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's good. Um, everything's good. I was I was very close to coming back. I'd say just before this whole this whole thing came on, unfortunately, but. Um, yeah, look, it's it's all as good, like, you know, but then again, like, you're not playing game situation, you're not training, so where I'm really at, it's hard to tell, like, you know, I'm doing the work and I'm continuing on my programme as as I was, like, but it's, I suppose it's a different story when you're sprinting 100% and you're twisting and turning and you're getting, you're taking on players, like, you know, but body feels good and no, everything does feel good, it's just missing, missing the football more than anything, like, you know.
1: Take it easy with the 10K anyway on Saturday, and just for our listeners again, like I said, check out Car Club Together for Pieta on social media, and please go to their GoFundMe page and donate for Pieta House. Let's look on Saturday, Brian.
3: Thanks, Karen. Stay safe.
0: The best in the West, in association with Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union is your trusted local financial partner. Access your money 24-7 from anywhere in the world with an Access Credit Union current account and enjoy all the benefits while keeping your money local. We support local communities. We support you.
2: Welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast and now we're going to turn our attentions to Best in the West, our search for West Cork's greatest ever sports person, a campaign we've been running since last week in association with Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union is your trusted local financial partner. Access your money 24-7 from anywhere in the world with an Access Credit Union current account and enjoy all the benefits while keeping your money local.
1: I wanna say Jack quickly before we go on to, I suppose talking about the, the competition, itself. Uh, just a thanks for Access Credit Union coming on board as sponsors because um, I've actually held a credit union account since i was seven years of age I remember back home that uh, we were inside a national school and the local credit union came in and we all opened up our our credit union accounts and we used to put in one one pound a week as it was back then they, for 10 weeks in a row they, um they came to the to our national school in fossa and we, we used to put in a pound a week and why it sticks in my mind is there was a competition um one week and i won 10 pounds for my credit union account and as you know, kind of Kerry people are are known for their liking of money and our our slowness to part with it. So as a seven or eight year old to win ten pounds and for it to go straight into my credit union account kind of it always stuck in my mind and it's still there. That same ten pounds, which is what, in euro now, eleven or twelve euro, is still there. So um that's no, just kind of that's just a story that stuck in my mind, Jack, when I and I see that the credit union came aboard
2: so um just a big thanks to them again yeah absolutely and just while we're on the, the topic of credit unions I actually opened a credit union current account we access credit union in the last few months because obviously I'm not originally from Skibbereen but I've been living here for almost two years now so I said I better keep some of my money local and what I loved about setting up of the credit union with access credit union was how easy the process was like how many times have i gone online to sign up for any number of things even social media accounts anything and the sign up process is so arduous that i just decide i'm not finishing this and i quit like i quit on the signing up or registration but I didn't for Access Credit Union because the sign up process was so easy it was totally uncomplicated and you get all the same benefits you would with a regular current account so I'm talking you can still use the ATM, you can still use contactless and as I said in the little plug earlier on it's while keeping your money local there's transparency with the fees, no hidden fees which I always like because you know exactly how much money is coming out of your account Every time you use an ATM, which is zero because you get five free ATM uses per month. So yeah, I know. Look, we're we're this podcast is sponsored by the Credit Union, but I have to say I've had nothing but good experiences with Access. And uh, as you said, they are they they are, they form part of our community. But let's move on from from that for now, Kieran. And we're going to talk about best in the West. It finally got underway on Monday morning. We're recording this podcast on a Tuesday, so if you're listening to this. On Thursday or Friday You will have known Some more of the results But The opening tie In the last 16 here Was Declan Byrne Up against Road bowling icon Bill Daly And the road bowlers Were out and forced On social media All day yesterday Getting behind their man Seeing him through To the quarter finals
1: That's exactly a check Kind of um, Road bowling won, g G8 I think is the is, is the headline From From the first last 16 tie So uh, a great result for for native Bill Daly, a former two time world road bowling champion, five time King of the Road, um road bowling champion and so many more honors. So he got the better of of Declan Barron of Bentry and Cork football fame. Um I thought at one point that Barron could leap into the air like he did in his prime and kind of snatch this tie from the jaws of the feet and, and rescue it, but it wasn't to be so it's Bill Daly is the first person we know who's true to the the quarterfinals of best of in the west so it's great to have the competition up and running jack and um, i've been looking forward to this one for for some time now and like we mentioned last week when German mccarthy was on the podcast that this is going to create plenty of debate and kind of arguments and so on and i actually found out over the, the last couple of days that um through, through twitter texas and even on instagram i was getting a couple of private messages about how come so-and-so wasn't in it and how come this person wasn't in it, in it. but that's, that's exactly what you want um, like like we said to narrow it down to a shortlist to 16 was a task in itself and there was a couple of high profile um, people who didn't make the the cut but um, I was very happy with our last 16 so it's great to have it up and running and there's some cracking ties this week I have to say kind of. Um, I'm going to jump forward to Thursday and it's what I'm looking forward to is Jennifer O'Leary against Nolly Cleary kind of that's two of the greatest sportswomen that West Cork has ever produced up against each other. Um, so, yeah, it's
2: kind of good to have it up and running, Jack. Yeah, absolutely. We might preview some of the other ties in a second, but I just want to touch on the opening round, which, as mentioned, was Declan and Baron up against Bill Daly. And I did see one criticism on social media that caught my eye, and I'm keen to get your thoughts on it. Uh, I, I can't get the person's name up here right now, but the gist of what he was saying was that road bowling is only a big sport in Cork so how could you include him in the final 16 but I think the very fact that road bowling is a big sport in Cork that's the point this is West Cork's greatest ever sports people so if you excel at a sport in West Cork in which that sport is popular in the area you have every right to be included in fact it would be wrong of us not to include the road bowling fraternity so would you agree that that piece of criticism doesn't really ring true
1: yeah, hundred percent. I saw that that tweet kind of appear on Monday. And there was actually two fellas who tweeted, and one has deleted since because others came in in to kind of point out that road bowling is was a very important part of the the West Cork sporting fabric, and it's been here for for countless years. It'll be here for for many more many more years to come. And when you talk about road bowling, um, Bill Daly made the cut, but Greta Carmackin, who was the nine-time All Ireland winner, didn't make it, and she could just have easily been the last sixteen and. Bowling is such an important sport here in West Cork, Jack. And like, there's a lot of people from other sports who row about as well. I'm off the top of my head now, I'm thinking of Dave Shannon and O'Donovan Ross, a uh, kind of footballer and hurler. He's been a Caribbean county, he's done really well at those levels. Paulie O'Sullivan, who's the Caribbean major, seen on the road last year bowling. And there's a, there's a lot more besides that. Um, actually, one of the most high profile fellas would be James O'Donovan, the Bending GA Jules star um who's one of the top senior men in the county. So um George McCarty had a great
2: piece on him in the star yeah. a couple of weeks ago, didn't he?
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So no, I kinda saw that criticism coming through and I just ignored it because I thought it was an absolute load of nonsense, pile of rubbish. Um just obviously two fellas who just didn't agree with, with the way the, the the poll was going. But um no road bowling hundred percent deserves its its space and its spot in the in, in in best in the west. And it was just great to see Bill Daly Kind of advance to the to the last eight and with the road bowling community now kind of they've their tails up thereafter kind of rallying the troops and you could see um, a couple of people from up the country well a lot from up the country were voting too yesterday so Bill Daly could be one to watch in the weeks ahead Jack.
2: Yeah absolutely it is interesting to see the road bowling community get behind him you mentioned it at the end of last week's show that a lot could depend on which communities get behind their man or woman so we mentioned that road bowling may well get behind their man that has come true we also mentioned will the soccer community in West Cork get behind the likes of john caulfield or conor howard or will the West Cork rugby community throw their weight behind laura Guest? so it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out because it will could well could well come down to one sport against the other as opposed to the competitors in question so it all makes for very exciting times. One that I'm really interested in, I mentioned last week as well, is the Noel Feely versus Phil Healy, which takes place on Friday. Purely because they're both speedsters in their own right, and Noel Feely's been riding around on racehorses that can—they probably should run faster than Phil over long distance. I suppose for the last thirty or twenty, at least twenty. How long is he? How how long did he ride for? Over twenty years, he had over a thousand winners, and so I think his achievements. Put him in with a good shout But To many people in West Cork Like West Cork is not A big horse racing area In terms of There is some great jockeys We have the likes of Aidan Coleman as well I think there was an interview With Brian Hayes In last week's Southern Star But the community itself In West Cork Doesn't seem as big As it would for athletics So that's another Interesting one So I'm enjoying it so far The people of social media Seem to be enjoying it too As always There's plenty Of criticism And I expect Plenty more over the coming weeks. But uh yeah, just, just keep following the Star Sport podcast, pick up a copy of this week's Southern Star and check out southernstar.ie for all the latest updates. And Kieran, before we wrap up today's show, could you give us a quick taste of what's to come in this week's Southern Star Sports section?
1: Yeah, before I do Jack, I just want to mention again to people that for best in the West you vote on Twitter polls. I had a man called Mick get my number yesterday and I got a phone call and a voicemail and a text message off Mick who's was asking me about, is it only on Twitter that we can vote for Best in the West? And I got back to him and I said, yes Mick, it's on Twitter so yep. just to remind our, our our listeners and our viewers that it's the Twitter polls run on my Twitter page at 10am every morning, they open and they run through to 2am the following morning, so there's a huge window there for people to to vote. So to people like Mick who are unsure where they could vote, that it, it is on Twitter, all these polls are on Twitter and I'm just going to give a quick rundown, Jackie, if you don't mind, just on some of the ties coming up at the latter end of the week just so our listeners will know to just pop over to my Twitter page and cast their vote um, On Wednesday, it's Keith Cronin against Conor Horrigan On Thursday, like we said, it's Jennifer O'Leary against Nully Cleary On Friday, we've Paul Donovan against John Caulfield On Saturday, it's the meeting of Niall Cahillan and Laura Guest Then on Sunday, it's Kevin or O'Sullivan up against David Hart And in the final last 16 tie is next Monday, June 1st, North Feely against Phil Healy. And then there's a gap of a couple of days before the quarterfinals kick off. So again, hop over to my Twitter page um on, on, on Twitter and that's where you can cast your vote. And every vote does count. I think back to, there was a local election a couple of years ago in West Cork, Jack, and um, Holly Cairns, over that one, Holly Cairns, and, and one Finn, vote. Um, I can't think, uh, Finn, Finn Bauer... Oh God, Finbar. We're Finbar not part Harrington. of the political
2: staff here in the Southern Star, so
1: yeah, it, it, it just shows that I don't really follow the the political side. Harington, of the, so Finbar English Harrington. Sport. Yeah, Finbar Harrington, and it just it came down to one vote, I think. So when people might think that oh, my vote won't make a difference, it really could make a difference because I know from these polls in the past that they can be very, very tight. So if you have your favorite please vote for your favourite Invest best in the West. And you might have a couple of favourites. So you might have your, your fingers in a couple of pots, but just vote and we'll see we up in a couple of weeks. But um, turning our attention to this week's Southern Star, um, I have uh, a nice little piece on best in the West, Jack. And what I've done, I got in touch with a couple of local sports people and asked them to pick who they think the best in the West is. And they didn't necessarily have to pick someone from our shortlist of of um, 16 so we got 9 or 10 local sports people from Cork footballer M- Melissa Duggan to, to athlete Dara McElhinney. um Ireland under 20 Grand Slam winner Josh Witcherly is in there Foley of, of um Laura Sheehan from Oregon and Munster an Ireland rugby star to um, Lily Delacour the world kickboxing champion who herself could have made the last 16 they've all selected who they think the best in the West is and who their West fav- their favourite West Cork sports person is and the reason why. So that's quite interesting and it's it's well worth to read. Um, he's a super check on the kind Clannic- team that won County Munster and All Ireland honours back in 2009. It's it's 11 years ago, and uh, he's done a great piece by talking to a couple of the players from from that team. So that's well worth picking up. Um, also, I, I caught up with uh, the men with powerlifter, Ross O'Connor, who picked up another CIT award um, recently. Ross has been the man behind the, the success of CIT. So very interesting piece there. So, um, right, who people in my book, are, is the O'Donovan Ross, a senior football goalkeeper, and he was also the Cork number 1 for a couple of years as well but um, Rowan back 10 years and Ryan was actually on the bench for a couple of Cork City League of Ireland games so this is an interview with Ryan Price just about his own soccer kind of soccer career and focusing in around his time with, with Cork City because he was on a very um, very good City youth team that was captained by Kevin Long now with Burnley and, and Ireland um, captained by Kevin Long and they won everything there was to win back in 2009 so it's a an Interesting piece with um, wait with Ryan Price and also Dennis Hurley has a good interview with, with Ian McGuire, kind of just chatting about uh, the fundraiser coming up with the Cock footballers this weekend. While he also kind of talks about his thoughts about what's coming at the moment football wise. And in fairness to Martin Walsh and our motorsport, in recent weeks, Martin's come up with some cracking, um, cracking columns, and this week is a really good one as well. He talks to Nuland Levrine. Um, she was a teacher in Skull Trinity College and she was very heavily involved in motorsport in, in the past. And it's a really good interview with her, really worth to read. So lots of good content in there. Again, in the sports section um, on sale Thursday morning, either go into the shop and pick it up or you can pick it up online. But it's, it's great value.
2: It will definitely entertain you as it always does. Yeah, as Kieran mentioned, the Southern Star is available to read. Online as well, just go to www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper and you can read the Southern Star for less than €2 a week. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast. We'll be back sometime later this week, maybe maybe early next week. Uh, We'll probably decide that in an editorial meeting that we'll have straight after we finish recording here so watch this space keep an eye on our social media channels if you enjoy these shows please make sure to rate review and subscribe on itunes spotify youtube acast stitcher or wherever else you listen to the show
0: the best in the west in association with access credit union access credit union is your trusted local financial partner Access your money 24-7 from anywhere in the world with an Access Credit Union Current Account and enjoy all the benefits while keeping your money local. We support local communities. We support you.